Join the conversation. You're with Kate Talk. Now, today is the first episode in our week-long Valentine's special called Lasting Love. Every day on the couch this week, we'll be talking to a couple who've been together for more than 40 years. We want to find out what it takes to go the distance, to stay committed to a relationship for that long. We'll be talking about how they met and where life has taken them, its ups and downs, the obstacles they've overcome, and hopefully learning a little bit along the way about what makes a relationship stick for all those years. So make sure you tune in, not just today, but every day this week at around quarter past one to listen to their stories. They will also be shared on podcasts so if you miss one just check out the Cape Talk website after the show or look for the podcast page in our app. Absolutely delighted to have our first couple in studio with us today Bill and Mary Morris who have been married for 57 years. It's a very warm welcome to Cape Talk and thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Thank you to you too Mary. Bill before we talk about your relationship I believe you've actually done some radio work yourself and it is World Radio Day today. Um, uh, a little bit? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it was when um, I was working out in the far east on the island of Borneo in yep. Brunei and uh, there's a British garrison there. And they integrated with all us uh, socially mm-hmm. and they had a, a British forces overseas radio station. And I ended up doing a, a, a record program, yeah. but with Mary's assistance. And again, part and parcel of how do you work together for 60 years. We picked a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary researched the music to play, and I was, as I am now, behind the mic doing the chat. Yeah. The, only tr- the only trouble was I was never brave enough to do it live. I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> you, put the, you put the LP on, you put the record on, you put it in the wrong place and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I used to record it, then it would, uh, it would go out afterwards. But it was, it was good fun, and again, something that both Mary and I enjoyed doing together. Doing things together seems to be a recurring theme of of the glue that has kept you together. Now, before we get ahead of ourselves, Bill, tell us a little bit about where and when you met. Uh, We met, I was 18, Mary was 17. My best friend at the time, Mike, uh, he was a year younger than me. He had his L plates and I was already the uh, main driver. Yep. His dad had a far swisher car than my dad. <laughs> his dad was also very generous. He allowed us to go out with me as the mainstream driver at 18 mm. and Mike, cool. his son, as the learner driver at 17. So we were kind of lads about town. Mm-hmm. He then unfortunately got himself a girlfriend, which meant he was in the embarrassing position that he couldn't go out alone. So I was then instructed to go and get yourself a girlfriend. (laughs) I went down to the local dance hall that night and trolled around the dance floor looking for somebody I thought was attractive enough to accompany me wherever I went and uh, ended up asking Mary for a chance, chatting her up, buying her a drink and we sat there and I think in that, that first conversation I told her my vision of my life, I was doing an engineering apprenticeship, and I just said, yeah, my vision is uh, the world is a place to live and work. And that rang a bell with Mary because mm. it would appear she'd also wanted to travel, even to the point that she had a, a world atlas at home which her father had bought her, and she'd already all the routes she could go out of Liverpool, which is yeah. kind of our part of the country, to all these different countries and all these different places. So at first meeting, we had this common vision. Mm. And as our life moved on, um, 
things happened and we achieved this common vision all the way through. Um, each was doing what we had to do for the, the challenges that came across our life and yeah, we're still here together. And just for those who are listening, Bill is doing the talking on behalf of both of them at Mary's request, which is absolutely fine. But Mary is here for moral support with him in the studio. 57 years of marriage. What, what were some of the biggest challenges, Bill? Home and away um, is what our life has been. Mm. We met, as I said, I was doing an apprenticeship. I completed my apprenticeship. We were then looking and talking about getting married. Having completed my apprenticeship, the company I worked with, I applied for a particular job that I really wanted, and they gave it to me. But it meant I was working 100 miles away from mm. home in the short term. Be that as it may, we ended up getting married. We'd saved enough money in those days. Um, two people working in their early 20s had a big enough deposit to get a bond to yeah. buy a house. So we got married, we bought the house. Mary moved into the house on her own, and I was still travelling Monday to Friday. So she was a, it was a, a two days at home, five days away, and Mary living on her own. Mm. Before we got to our first wedding anniversary, the company sent a group of us overseas to on a project, three to four year project. So that was the beginning of our home and away, mm. first foot out of it. Um, this was discussed. Again, the job came up. I said I wanted to apply for it. Mary and I talked about it. Um, we looked at all the problems. We just bought this house and we're going to have to sell it within six months of buying it. Mm. So all kinds of challenges. First house. Um, but um, it, yeah, we wanted to go. It was to Switzerland. So yep. not many people refused to go to Switzerland for, <laughs> for a little job. Um, so that was it. We packed up. I was away Monday to Friday. So Mary had to do most of the packing. Um, the packers then came, loaded it up into a truck. Off they went and we drove off to Switzerland and had our first Wendy wedding anniversary in, in Switzerland, country. in a yeah. foreign country. So again, yeah, the vision is we're walking down the road. Um, after 18 months, the project fell through. That was company politics, not, not for those of us who were there. 18 months later, we moved back. Well, in fact, two of us went, but 2.9 people came back. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Mary was eight months pregnant and we moved back to the opposite side of the country in England mm. to where our old friends were and our family. So here's us, new place, new job, same company, but new job. Kind, of, kind of new job. Mary's pregnant. We move into a bed sit with a bed settee. You know what bed settees are like? You make them and the bed clothes fall off. <laughs> Uh, Mary says, I pulled the clothes off her this night and she sat up quickly and there was a... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So it was down to the maternity hospital as quickly <laughs> as possible. Maybe on the way in a hurry. Uh, yeah. That's it. So there it was. I dropped her off at the hospital about three o'clock in the morning, went back home, then went to work. It was an inconvenient time because on the following Saturday, we'd arranged to move oh. physically. So all our boxes that were in store from the transfer were dumped in there. I moved in on my own. Mary's in hospital with a new with baby. A new baby. couple of days after that, I bring her home, house full of boxes and nobody around, if you like, close family. But I think as it is anywhere in the world, a new young couple with a new young baby, 
everybody comes around to help. Exactly, to help. And uh, again, same thing. I'm going to work that, I suppose, physically and psychologically. New baby, all on your own. Um, Really tough. Mary had to deal with it. And and I don't know, things happen. And and we we just move forward, uh, uh, communicating and trusting each other. To, to do what's necessary. I'm hearing a strong theme of we talked about it. We we had a shared vision of where we were going. We knew it was going to be difficult, but we had discussed the challenge that lay ahead of us. I mean, that's the thing. You, I think a lot of couples neglect or take for granted, and it, it, it's very easy for that to slip away in the busyness of daily life, especially once kids come along and everyone's running around doing their, their bit and their jobs and lifting, etc. Bill, have you made a conscious decision to keep that, 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 that practice of clear communication going even into the later yes. years? Yeah, we talk, I mean, this yeah. we talked about. I, Mary was out at the time when you phoned me and uh, I spoke to her and she said, no, no. <laughs> I'm not coming on. That's it. <laughs> Let's go. I'll do the chat as usual. <laughs> but uh, if you don't agree, then you, you're already driving a wedge in there. And mm. I think that the first big upset uh, very early on was, again, with our, our daughter. Yep. After getting back, I changed jobs, got a new job, another company. Again, the other side of the country. So once again, we're back into me away, Monday to Friday, at home, Saturday, Mary Sunday. at home with a small baby. With a baby middle. who wow. then was, what would she be, about 12 months old, something like She's that? She's a, a bit more than that. Yeah, 12, 18 months old. Yeah. But we never thought about the baby. We just talked about it and we ignored the baby. <laughs> the baby was, was toddling around then knew something had gone wrong and and she was physically hanging onto Mary's skirt when I mm. wasn't there. Mary had to take her to bed, get her to sleep and then try and slip out of bed for the rest of the evening and invariably she'd wake up and on two or three occasions she'd phone me up on the other side of the country about one o'clock in the morning. I could hear the screaming going mm. on in the background and she said, if I don't talk to you I'll kill her. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I suppose you. Yeah, any, every new mom has had those there. moments. Trust yeah. me, every new mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it, I can remember just thinking that, good lord, there's three of us, and you actually have to now start yes. considering that third person. Yeah, in so this party. I, yeah. we we still struggled, and uh, we hadn't sold the house after a year. I was fortunate I could get a job back with the company I left. I left with a clean slate, shall mm. we say, and I I, I moved back, and kind of immediately. Our daughter was comfortable. Was absolutely yes. she, yeah, she, feeling she secure fine. again. That, yeah, that's it. Um, I still carried on trying to sell the house. We did. We moved into a flat. Cost of housing went up. Boom! I'm thinking if I don't buy another house, I will never be able to afford to buy one again. Mm. So we had to buy another one. So here we are, within three years of being married, four houses, buying wow. and selling. The, and again, because I'm working, there was Mary had to do it all mm. at home. Yeah, with a young child all that way through. Um, also, from the very beginning, I had just, we again discussed this, and I trusted Mary with money. Mm. So in those days, early on, there were no credit cards. So she spent the money, and I earned it. <laughs> <laughs> I've come across people over the years who just wouldn't do that with their wives, uh, but I. I 
again, it's worked out for us, fair enough. But I'm, I, I always say, it, if you can't have a common goal with a common bank account for both of you to spend money as and when it's needed and that you don't trust each other mm. to spend the money wisely, then you're walking on a, a very narrow path and it's all too easy to slip off. Mm. Um, similar with the, the home and away job. Either of us could have wandered, as yeah. you might say. So that that... That whole business at a very personal level and at a financial level is trust, trusting each other. Yeah. Um, the most embarrassing one once, when I was away, Mary phoned the hotel where I was staying. And the receptionist, he just looked down the list, couldn't see my name. He said, no, he's not staying here. Now, here I am, a thousand miles away from home. Mm-hmm. My wife phones up the hotel where I'm supposed You've to be You've told staying. her you're staying. Wait. Yeah. yeah. And then I phone up a couple of hours later. She, where are you? Yeah. Again, the trust. Um, yeah. You have to. It is there. If you, irrespective of our lifestyle, traveling around a lot, I think in any marriage, if you are very suspicious and you start letting jealousy creep in, it can be a killer. And the only way for me, as I say, is that you talk about it. The more you talk, the more you discuss what you don't like and what you like and, and come to a compromise, then you can go through. Um, I'm, I enjoy physical activities. Mm-hmm. I'm not a voyeur, as you might mm-hmm. say. I don't enjoy going to concerts. I would rather be up on the stage performing. performing. <laughs> <laughs> As you could probably tell. <laughs> but then Mary tagged along with me. There's sporting things that I did that, that Mary wouldn't do, but she tagged along with me. The worst thing about that is that when you go on a sporting holiday, you end up paying uh, kind of two rand for a one rand piece of cake kind <laughs> of thing. <laughs> But again, that's, as I say, the, the, the sharing, the talking and the trusting. Mm. And I think of all that trust for me is at the top of it all. Um, because I've spent, we've spent so much time apart mm. with all the opportunities in the world to drift. And, um, but you chose not to. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. here you sit after 57 years of marriage still side by side. What if our listeners messaging in to say, I've once heard that the secret to a long and happy marriage is frequent separation and simultaneous loss of hearing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you certainly had the frequent separation bit of that going uh, for you. I mean, that's a lovely, it's a sharing, talking about it and trusting one another to this day, uh, I mean, that, that that's a lesson for everybody listening on, on how to build a future. 57 years of marriage, um, Bill, Mary, still at your side. Do you Now that you have the opportunity to be together all of the time, do you still have moments of separation and do your own thing? Or do you find now that you can be together all no, the time, I, I think that's the, what you choose? We started 100% together when I retired. Mm-hmm. So there was no split for anything. Um, we did eight years in the UK. And then we got tired of the rain and we wanted the sunshine, so we ended Mm. up in South Africa. And we've now been in South Africa 16 years, which, again, is the longest Mary and I have ever lived in one One town, in one place. So uh, we have been together. Um, 
again, yeah, I, life changes. I mean, we we went from the kind of expat lifestyle, which is very dynamic, to a more stable, normal background here. Um, but we're in a, a beautiful place. Uh, Socialising, again, we slowed down. Uh, mm. So the, the social activities are, are not the same, but uh, we know each other. Uh, you kind of something happens and, you know, a number of times we're watching a TV programme in particular and we both turn to each other and we say the same thing about it <laughs> at the instant moment in time without having discussed it. And I, I think you do with a relationship, you, you come you come closer and closer and closer together. And when people say, ah, you can tell you've been married a long time, you never talk. And I go, <laughs> oh, you know why? Because I know what she's thinking. What is there to talk about? When I come to meet a stranger, I end up like now. I talk a little bit too much. <laughs> well, we're so glad you did today, Bill. Thank you for doing the talking, Mary. It's been lovely to have you with us in studio as well to celebrate 57 years of marriage between Bill and Mary Morris and some real pearls of wisdom there that I hope our listeners will, will take away with them. Thank you so much for joining us in studio today. Pleasure to be here. And all the best to you for many more happy years together. Thanks.